I wish Christmas season was longer than four Sundays. We got all this wonderful Christmas music. I'd never heard that rendition of that little chorus there, and we only get to do it once. Oh, man, next year we're going to forget and not know it then either. So, but I am so thankful. I need one of these chairs if I could take a, can I take this? All right. The fire's on the screen. It means it's time for a fireside chat. Came in this morning, I was writing notes of all the pertinent things I had to share with you. And then when it got so big, I said, we need a fireside chat to do it. So a couple of things we want to make sure you guys are aware of. And uh, hmm. okay, the first one is, this is Oakwood Cares Sunday. Here at Oakwood, uh, once a year we take an offering, and that provides us with the opportunity, uh, the fund called Oakwood Cares. And with that fund, we help people outside the walls of this church. If there's a need that arises inside the walls of this church, we have a benevolent fund for that. But Oakwood Cares, all the money that you give is specifically designated to help people if there's a fire in our community, or somebody has a loss of job, or somebody has a medical bill so large, or we've paid for several funerals for people. We've done a lot with our Oakwood Cares Fund over the year. You can give online at any time during this whole month, and we encourage you to do so. But if you want to give something today, uh, check or cash, it needs to be put in one of these yellow envelopes. Those envelopes are available at the giving stations in the back. I felt like a stewardess when I did that. Flight attendant, I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to give and you want to make sure that's designated, don't just throw money in the, the, um, the thing because that, anything that's not designated goes to our general fund. So if you wanted to give toward Oakwood Cares, make sure it's in one of these envelopes, place it in there today. Today's the only day we actually take that offering, uh, but you can give online and do so at any time through the end of December. And then just wanted you to be aware, we had several people with medical things. Bailey Salisbury had her appendix taken out, and so she's healing up right now. Uh, Noah Robinson, that's Mark Robinson, usually is on sound here uh, from time to time. Mark's son Noah has COVID, and it got really scary. They rushed him to the hospital. We need to pray that there's a change in that situation there for them. And then Roger Canzano had surgery. There's some infection inside, and they worked hard on that, and, and he's healing up probably till tomorrow. But at the same time that Roger was going in for surgery, his wife, uh, Tracy Gonzano, found out her dad passed away. So she went one direction. He went into the hospital. And so we're praying for those three people, Bailey Salisbury, Noah Robinson, and Roger Gonzano and his family. And then we emphasize Christmas Eve, but we want to make sure you know all the things that are happening. Uh, we want you to RSVP so much. If you're coming at 2 or 4 and you haven't RSVP'd, Get out a phone right now. You can do it. It's in church. I absolute you from it. You can do that right now. Get on there. Go to the uh, app. And in the app, you look at events. Or on the website, you can go to our church website. And under events, you can click on either 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock and register for your seats. Do it. If you're on the phone right now, you might be playing Yahtzee or something. And nobody will know because they'll think that you are signing up to come. But we want people here. We want to fill this place twice uh, for those who can come and feel comfortable coming. Everybody else uh, can watch from home, and we want you to invite people. I think there was still a couple of boxes. We're less than a dozen boxes. Our goal was 200 Christmas Eve in a box that we're delivering to people. It's a gift, and there's still a couple you could take today, give it to somebody, and say, listen, uh, this is Christmas Eve in a box. Everything you need to have a great time together as a family, and uh, that gift will direct them to either sign up to come or to watch us at two or four anytime after that. If they want to watch at six or seven, they can watch what happened at the two or uh, four o'clock service. So uh, get rid of those boxes. We want to make sure all 200 are in the hands of people. And then candles. 
If you can't attend, but you're going to watch from home and you'd like to have a candle, we have candles available. There's a box in the, in the lobby. Uh, take whatever candles you need home, and then you can light that candle, participate. We're not responsible for the fire or the wax in your own home. That's your problem. Uh, but you can join us for that moment when we light candles at the end of that candlelight service. Those are going to be available outside on a table until Christmas Eve. So if, you, if you're coming by the church and thought, oh, I need to grab those candles, you don't need to come in the office, just grab whatever candles you need, take those with you. And then uh, today, right after this service, we are doing the children's bell choir for our Christmas Eve service. They're only going to perform at the 2 o'clock. If the recording's good, we'll show you the recording at 4 o'clock. But 2 o'clock only, the children will be doing the bell ringing. They're doing two songs. If you want your children involved in that, the only practice is right after this service today. They're going to come right up here as soon as they can, right after the service. 20 minutes is all she needs. The bells are raring to go right over there, and they're going to practice and be on their way. And so 2 o'clock on Christmas Eve is the only performance, the only practice is today right after this service. And uh, let's see, we talked about something a couple weeks ago, I just wanted to follow up. There's so many things happening right now, we just finished the House of Providence, we got the Christmas Eve in a box, but I talked to you about Megan Merritt, she's bringing a child into her home, a single lady, and she's adopting, bringing a child into her own home, and so I asked her to make a registry, to go to Target, register for things that she needs that she wouldn't have because she doesn't have children. And so she did that for us. But I, I'm going to tell you to just take a deep breath and relax. <gasps> We're overwhelmed with so many things happening. We can wait till the first of the year. So let's let January hit and then hit that up. Target uh, registry for Megan Merritt. And we're going to make sure we take care of those needs she has to fill her home to get ready for this child. I'm excited about that. We'll remind you of that. And I also want to let you know, I haven't spoke about this much, but at the beginning of the year, maybe midway through January, we're starting a healthy nutrition class. What do you call it? Where's Margaret Public? What do you call it, Margaret? Plant-based blah, blah. Plant nutrition. I'm signed up and I'm going. I'm not promising results. I'm just promising I'm going. And if you want to go, uh, we're going to have you sign up uh, right after the first of the year. She'll let us know the start date and the room we're going to meet. We're going to meet here at the church. And so that'll be happening at the first of the year. I hope a lot of us, we always try to start the new year out doing something healthy. And so uh, I know that the, the video that came with that was called forks over knives, so choose what you eat before the surgeon has to do cutting, right? Forks over knives, and so that's an option for you as a church. Join us, join me with Margaret. She's a, I don't know, what do you call it, licensed, trained nutrition guru, I don't know. Certification, Certification. okay, Marty likes to be called the car ninja, so you're going to have to be the health guru, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll offer that to you, and hopefully you'll take advantage of that at the first of the year. All right. We can turn the fire off and get to the comfort and joy this morning. Would you pray with me? Let's pray first, and then you can run the the video, okay? Let's pray. All right. If you just say these words to God. God, I know there's something you want me to hear. I'm, I'm willing to listen. Give that prayer to God. God, I know there's something for me to hear, so I'm willing to listen. God, may you be glorified. May everyone hearing this message be edified, and I pray that Satan is horrified. In Jesus' name, amen. Comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy.
like that last note. Slow. We are in this series, two weeks so far of comfort, and now we've got two weeks to talk about joy. I'm excited about what's going to happen next week. You've got to be here. You don't want to miss it. I'll talk about it a little bit later. But we've been talking about God's comfort and joy. He sent Jesus. When he sent Jesus, the angels couldn't hold back. They bursted through the clouds, and they came down singing. And they sang, joy is for all people. So I want to let you know today, we, out of all people on the earth, believers in Jesus, followers of Jesus, we ought to have joy. Have you ever seen a grumpy Christian? Come on, now be honest. I know it's church. Have you ever been around a grumpy Christian? They claim to know Jesus, but they're ornery. They're just upset. I don't know if it's hemorrhoids or what, but they're just upset. And you can see it on their face, and they're just not happy. And it just it does a disservice to Christ, uh, people that claim to be Jesus followers, and yet they're just... Yeah, and that's just, we don't need Scrooges. We need, we need people full of joy. Out of all people on the planet, we ought to be joyful. Our big idea for today is the promise of Christmas is joy. Everybody say joy. You did it like an angry monk. I just talked about Scrooges, people. When you say joy, I want you to try to smile a little bit. And then O is in the middle, so you got to make the O looks. Everybody say joy. Oh, that's better. I got the children. I love it. The promise of Christmas is joy. So I will be joyful. Joyful. Are you full of God's joy? I'm not asking you if everything's going great. It's probably not. (laughs) You're probably stressed about the money you spent over Christmas or the money you're going to have to spend in the next 10 months paying for it. You might be stressed over the fact that uh, some of your stuff has still not arrived and it's coming either from our U.S. Postal Service, good luck with that, or UPS or FedEx and and you're, you're counting on it and you're doubtful and oh, there's a lot of things that we could be stressed about. I just told you about three families in the hospital yesterday thinking of surgeries and and what's next and there's a lot of things that could bring you down but we as believers have something in us that's permanent that nobody can take away and that's what we're going to talk about today joy full i'm a wide-eyed sanctified blood-bought spirit-taught bible taught and scripture taught and satan bashed sin trash and believer what about you you want to say that back to me i'm a Okay, no, you're not going to. I'm a wide-eyed, sanctified, blood-bought, spirit-taught, Bible-taught, scripture-taught, and type of sin-trashing believer, and so are you. And so we should be people full of joy. We're going to read this verse again. It talks a lot about comfort, and I'll tell you what brings joy more than anything is a comfort that is a peace beyond understanding that we have as believers. So we're going to read this. You know what to do in the words in red. I trust you'll do it well. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 7. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all, who in all of our troubles, so that we can, those in any trouble with the, we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our abounds in Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your, and salvation. If we are It is for your, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our suffering, so also you share in our comfort and joy. God gives us his comfort and joy through his son, Jesus Christ. 
I pray today that you don't have to fake it when you leave here, but you'll leave here knowing that there's a joy in your heart. You'll leave here knowing that there's something that nobody can take from you. You don't have to earn it, but it's yours because of your, you, who you are and who he is and what our future holds. So let me run through these today, the promise of joy. Number one, the promise of joy is that joy is for everyone. I love a big invitation. Do you like to be invited? I like to be included. And, and the Bible tells us in Luke 2.10... But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Everybody say all. All All means all, and that's all, all means. All people have been offered the gift of joy. Now, not everybody's going to receive that gift. But you need to know, I believe that Scripture tells us some hard theological truths. One of those truths is about the elect, that believers are chosen by God. But I want to make sure you understand that I also believe that Jesus died on the cross for all people, not just the ones he was going to save, but he died for all people. And if election gets your heart burned, you don't want to talk about it and it gets you upset, don't worry about it. We all don't understand it. But the Bible teaches us, for those he did foreknow, he also did predestine to become the children of God. But don't let that ruin your day. Because when we go to evangelize and tell people about Jesus, you should never be looking at somebody wondering, well, I wonder if they're elect or not. Don't worry about that. That's God's issue. As far as you're concerned, all can be saved. All people. Because there's some alls in the Bible we've got to deal with. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned. And then this verse tells us that he's come to bring joy to all people. We know that only those who are, uh, accept the gift of salvation... That salvation is effective for. Some people mess up scripture by this thought. Some people will think, well, if, if Jesus died for all people, then all people will, will go to heaven someday. So everybody goes to heaven no matter what. That's, that's a distortion of what the Bible tells us. And then other people would say, well, why witness? Why tell people? If God's going to save who he's going to save, then it doesn't matter. Well, I'll tell you, God said to do it. We obey. And so uh, some people say prayer. Why pray? Well, because God said to pray. We obey him. And so it's not your business to know who's going to be saved. It's our business to say all have sinned and all can be saved because Christ died for all. Everybody say all. He came for all to have joy. It's for everyone. And then there's joy can be renewed. Some of you might be saying today, I don't feel full of joy. I have to be careful with feelings. We've got to be careful when we transpose joy for happiness. Happiness and joy are not the same thing. We ought to call happiness happy stance. Happy stance because happiness is affected by your circumstances. And if your circumstances aren't good, you're probably not happy. But that shouldn't affect your joy. Your joy is something different than a temporary happiness that can come and go. Happiness is different than joy. Joy is forever. So you might be wondering today, I don't feel the joy. Well, hopefully today your joy will be renewed. In Psalm 51, 12, the psalmist says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Oh, David, my warrior with a sword and a pen. I love how he writes. And you ever notice how David, boy, today he would be labeled all sorts of things. They would label him bipolar. They would label him uh, ADHD. They would label David a lot of stuff. You ever seen how high David gets? I mean, this is the guy who danced in the street naked before the Lord. He's pretty up there. You ever see how low David gets? 
Oh, Lord, it's not worthy of being alive. Just get rid of me. I mean, he gets low. Everybody say low. And he has these extreme highs. But in it, David comes back to the Lord. And he says, restore to me. Oh, God, bring it back. Oh, God, right now things seem dark, but bring back my joy. Maybe some of y'all need your joy renewed today. God can do that. We also learn that joy breaks out in worship. Oh, I love that. Isaiah 35, 10 tells us, And those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee. Don't you want sorrow and sighing to flee? My dog, Jax, he's a crazy nut. I got a chocolate lab, three years old. You know what he started doing in the last month? He sighs at us. He walks into a room, plops himself down on the floor and goes, and I know what he's saying. He's like, people, there's a hundred balls in here. Somebody throw one, please. He sighs really loud. It's annoying. He just, I'm not lying, am I, Julie? He's a sire. Sighing and sorrow will flee. We'll enter Zion with singing. How many of you aren't singers? You're just to say, I'm not a singer. Well, get practicing because we as believers, we ought to have a song in our heart, a joy in our heart and a song that just flows from the heart. The Bible says we are going to be singing someday. This is practice down here. So if you're really bad at it, get it going because we're going to be doing it for an eternity. We're going to sing praises. We're going to bust out in song. Christians are weird. We're the only people where, where musicals should actually be a real thing. You know, musicals, so fake, right? Who does that? Remember I told you the story about my daughters went to a movie with my wife and, and they came back and my first daughter came in skipping happy as can be. That was a great movie. And my next daughter came in with her arms folded said, that was stupid. She plopped down on the couch. I'm like, what do you mean? She said, nobody told me it was a musical. She went and saw Lay Miserable and she was, boy, she, she was miserable. She's, she's like, dad, come on, who breaks out singing? Well, you know what? Believers. There ought to be a song in your heart and a joy that flows out. I do. I just can't help it. I don't even know when I do it. My wife will stop me in the store. She'll hit me and she'll say, you're doing it again. Like, what am I doing? She said, you're singing in Myers. And I'm like, well, there's a joy in my heart. And she's always like, well, just keep it in there for now. <laughs> joy. I was at Myers just the other day. I was at yesterday. Who goes to Myers in the middle of the day, the week before Christmas? I'm an idiot. I went to Myers. I st- 20 minutes in line at the deli. 20 minutes. Here's the thing. There was only one person in line in front of me. It was crazy. I got there. I knew I was going to wait. I'm looking over to my left at the line. I'm like, I'm going to be here for another hour anyway. And so I'm in line waiting. There's only one person in front of me. It's this man and his wife. They're standing there, and the woman's just chopping meat for him. And I'm like, well, my time's coming soon. And I found my stuff. I started humming. I just started humming. I had my mask on. I thought it would muffle it enough. I'm just humming. And then the lady brings his little package of meat. She says, is there anything else? He goes, yeah, I need another pound of this. And pointed that out. She brings that. He's like, now I need a pound of cheese. I'm like, fall on your knees. I just started singing out loud. I'm like, well, if I'm going to stand here, they're going to hear the words. Oh, here the angel voice says, it's my turn next. No, no, I didn't say that. I just started to sing. 
It was funny because I'm telling you, this guy, had, he got five different things. I think he started adding stuff he didn't need just to see if I'd stop singing. <laughs> I have joy that no one can take from me. Whether the line's long or I'm not getting to experience what I want at the time, there should be a joy that makes us break out in worship. The next thing about joy, the promise is joy can be found reading his word. God has given us this gift. If you get in it, there's some promises. We're going to study Revelation here coming soon. Friends, you need to know the gospel project is finally coming to an end. We started five years ago in the book of Genesis, and we've preached chronologically all the way to the maps. We're getting really close. I've got about six more messages in the last words, and then we get to Revelation. Probably in March, we'll get to Revelation, and I'm going to take whatever time it takes to go through that. Because this is what we center in. This is what we come together for. It's his word that teaches us. And the Bible tells us that his word brings joy. In John 15, 11, I have told you this, or in other words, I wrote this all down, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. God, give us his word. And it's through his word you can find joy. Open it, read it, get in his book. Another promise of joy. His joy is here in our spiritual family. Oh, show up when you can. If, you, if you're watching online, you can't show up. Uh, get around God's people somehow. Connect with them. Call them. Do something. Because you can experience joy by the fellowship of the family. I love the verse. This next verse says this. Second uh, John 1.12. I have much to write to you, but I don't want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you. And talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. I love that the verse right before this says, I've written this down for you. But we know that it's something about comes to life when we're together. It's just together's better. Oh, when Corona's all done and it's safe and, and, and we're, we're in a better place. I can't wait to see everybody back. I can't wait to have everybody here. Because it brings joy to people's heart to be together. Shane and Carrie, you probably love the people we're going to send you to, but you're excited now that you're going, aren't you? Something about getting to be with them and, and, and to hug and to touch. and oh, God tells us joy is here when we can be together. So what do I need to know about joy? A couple of points about joy will be done early today. What I must know about joy, number one, joy has a medicinal effect. Did you know that? The Bible tells us that the greatest medicine for you is joy. We've heard the saying, laughter is good medicine. Well, that's for Christians, we have joy in us. And it's medicinal. Let's read the verse, Proverbs 17, 22. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Back to those Scrooge, grumpy Christians. Dried up. There's something missing. They're dried up. And those bones are all dry, and you know what they do? They get around other people, and they dry them up too. Don't, I don't want to be around Christians that dry me up. I want to be full of joy that it overflows, and it affects other people. Laughter's good medicine. Well, joy, good, solid joy is good medicine for you. There's so much in our medical knowledge today that doctors would tell you there's something about believers who pray. Uh, they encourage that. Uh, they encourage prayer. In the first service, I talked about this man over here, Doug. Doug, when Doug has to go to the hospital, he's on a mission. He's praying for everybody. 
Boy, if you're a nurse on duty, you're going to get prayed for. If you're a doctor that comes in here, if you're just walking down the hallway, this guy might tell you to come in and he's going to pray for you. He prays. And you know what? I think it gives him life. I think it bubbles up in joy and it bubbles out to other people. Joy. It's good for you. I mean, physically, it's better for you. Bitterness and rage. The Bible says get rid of all bitterness and rage. Get rid of it. Why? It's bad for you. It's not healthy to be angry and upset all the time. Can't sleep. Can't eat. Can't. Negative. The Bible says joy is good medicine. Are you taking your doses? You hope you are. Another thing you need to know about joy is joy can't be taken away from you. John 16, 22. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. You need to know that today. Grab onto this truth. Satan, he, the Bible says he's a, a liar and he's a thief. He, he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But you know what he cannot do? He cannot rob a believer of his joy. He can't do it. Some of you are like, well, I, I'm not happy. Well, guess what? We're not talking about happy stance. We're talking about joy today. So what is it? It's the stuff that he can't mess with. You know what a real joy is? Knowing who God is. Satan can't mess with who God is. He can't change that. Our God is a good God. God is good. And all the time. And Satan can't mess with that. He can't mess with who he is. You know what he can't do? He can't mess with who you are. If you've been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ and accepted his forgiveness of sin into your life, then he can't change the fact that you're adopted. You're in a new family. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. That's who you are. Wide-eyed, sanctified, blood, blood, spirit, taught, Bible, told, scripture, Satan, bashed, sin, trash. That's you, believer. And we can't have that taken from us. That's good news. Who he is. Who I am. And what my future holds can't be taken away. Can't wait till we get to Revelation when we read to the end of the book and we find out we win. He can't change that. Satan's not going to change any of that. He can't change who God is. He can't change who you are. He can't change the end of the story. Amen? That's joy. See, that's always going to be there. Whether you're in line at 20 minutes at Myers at the deli, you might not be happy, but in you there should be joy because that didn't change that. Waiting for my corned beef. I only wanted a half pound for crying out loud. Waiting for a half pound of corned beef so my wife can make that special dip for Christmas Eve. I'll tell you what. I can't take the joy that I have of knowing who God is. And I can count on that. Day in, day out, good day, bad day. He is. Everybody say he is. He is. And knowing who I am can't be taken away from me. I'm a child of God. I'm an heir to the throne. That's mine. And knowing where I'm going and knowing that it's going to be a victory. Everybody say victory. That can't be taken away. Oh, I don't, you should be bubbling. I'm bubbling, a little bit bubbling right now. Joy is building up. Third thing, joy isn't contingent upon your circumstances. Again, happiness is. Happiness comes and goes on a whim. I'm not against happiness. It's just that it should be called a happy stance because it's based on what you're going through. It's based on the circumstances. But Habakkuk, yes, Habakkuk. If you got your phone out, you ought to go and turn there because I don't know if they're keeping track of what books you go to, but you probably need to get to Habakkuk. So turn to Habakkuk. Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19. This is such a great, oh, I could preach this one, just this one all by itself. Though the fig tree does not bud, 
Though there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crops have failed and the fields produced no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls. Oh, right now, bad news. We'll stop right here. You stop right there and this is depressing. There's nothing. Did you see what the author's trying to present you? There, there, there's, there's no fruit growing. Sorry, Meg, uh, uh, Margaret. There's no fruit growing. The fields aren't producing. There's no salad, Margaret. There's nothing. The, the, the grapes aren't even growing. We can't have wine. There's no food. There's no wine. There's no sheep. There's no, we won't talk about that. The sheep and the cattle. There's nothing. We got nothing. We, we're going to die. We're going to starve to death. We've got nothing. And then I love the yet. Everybody say yet. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Notice the circumstances didn't change. The circumstances are still low. Everybody say low. But he said I can walk on the heights, even in the lows. Why? Because you can't steal my joy. Something you can't take away. Satan, you can't touch it. No matter what I'm going through, I have these solid things that cannot disappear. That's good news. Oh, that's good news. Last one. Joy provides us with strength. Nehemiah 8.10. Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice foods and sweet drinks and send some of those to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of of the Lord is your strength. I love that saying. You've heard that before. The joy of the Lord is your strength. There was a children's song. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You remember that? The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> Some of y'all didn't grow up in children's church. Y'all need to get saved again or something. I I, you know what? Last week I gave the Baptist a hard time. I, I'm prone to giving Baptists a hard time. And some of y'all are Baptist backgrounds and you're probably like getting offended. But just, under, I'm a Baptist brat. I grew up in it. And I might complain about the negative stuff, but I'm thankful for what I got. My mom and dad watched last week and I called them Sunday afternoon. And they're like, hey, you're giving us a hard time. I want to make sure they know and you know. I'm proud of my heritage. They got me to where I'm at. Thank the Lord he saved me. But they, they, they built a foundation and so I'm thankful for my past. Don't ever let me make you feel bad if you're from a Baptist background. We're all recovering. We, <laughs> we, I'm thankful for that. I learned great children's songs, and I, I still sing them to this day in Myers sometimes. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Satan can't touch it. He can't have it. Oh, I want to make sure... Following up from last week, we talked about a counterfeit comfort. Remember we talked about counterfeit comfort? Comfort can't come in a bottle. Even in the South, Southern comfort doesn't come in a bottle, in a pill. We want to make sure we don't accept a counterfeit that won't actually bring us real comfort. And today, we're going to talk about the joy side of it. We got counterfeit comfort and just like joy. Don't, Don't settle for just like joy. Just like joy is almost like the real thing, but quite not. Did you ever buy a bad product that wasn't the right thing? Shane and Ben told me once, make sure when you order things for your Apple computer that they're Apple certified. Make sure you buy from Apple. I didn't listen to them. I bought the cheap one. When you go online and the little, little cord you need is 40 bucks, but you can get it for $14.99, I bought the $14.99 cord. 
Did you ever get one of those? I plugged it in. I couldn't get it to work. Everything was in Chinese. Even the QR code brought up the thing. It was all Chinese. I tried for an hour and a half to make this little cord work, and it wouldn't work. I called, I called uh, Amazon. I'm like, something's going on. This thing won't work. They said, what'd you buy? I told them what I bought, and they said, oh, it's worthless. We're going to send you a new one, but we're going to send you the Apple one. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I'll send the other one back. They said, just throw it away. Just throw it in the car. I couldn't believe it. Don't settle for the just like. Just like, it's not the real thing. Just like joy is what the world offers us over here. The world offers us a couple of things. I got these cups filled to their capacity with some water here. And I got this jar. This is you. This is you. These are plastic, but this is glass. (laughs) This is your life. You know, just like joy are temporary things like stuff. You know, we take stuff and we, we add it to our life. And that, that's not going to bring fullness. Look at that. That's not full. Uh, that didn't do it. Fun, entertainment. We'll spend a lot of money and a lot of effort on our fun and entertainment. We'll add that to our life. And, and, and you know what? That's just not quite getting there. Not full. Disappointing. Relationships can be sometimes even... It's a gift from God, and, and they can be great, but, boy, some of us can count on, on a, a person to bring us joy and happiness, and that sometimes doesn't go well, and people disappoint. We can add relationships and, into our life, but, again, we're not, we're not getting close to being filled, are we? Not there yet. Talked about substances and things that we might think, well, that'll bring me joy. This is a bigger cup. Hopefully, we'll just add that in here. Let's just... Yeah, we're not getting there, are we? You'd think with all the thing, the stuff and the, the fun and the relationships and, and things we can put in our lives to bring us joy, that we'd be full of joy, but we're not. Maybe this will do the trick. i got a whole jug here, and this is all the other stuff. I don't know what you're counting on to make you full of joy, but, but we can add all this, and we'll see what it... Oh, no. Not even close. I don't know if you... If you're watching this, some of you should be, and you took science, you should probably be saying, wait, that volume doesn't quite add up. Anybody noticing that? Uh, you know, I can promise you it's not, because, I mean, look, I mean, you can, it's not even, didn't that start full, Lance? Where'd it go? We, we had, this should be full, and it was empty. Something's wrong. Water's interesting. If it was 100 in here for a couple of days, this stuff would, woo, almost knocked you over, Lance, sorry. If it was 100 degrees in this room for several days, that water would start to vaporize. It'd start to leave. It gets, it's not permanent. It's not permanent. Water's good, but it dries up. I don't know if you look closely, but there's a lo- bunch of little poinsettias on the side. By the Don't look, don't look. I bought them at Home Depot, four for $5. They lasted one day. My wife came and grabbed them this morning during the song. Did you see it? Some people over here probably saw it. We had a little argument. She grabbed my poinsettias, which was going to head to the garbage. She said, I can't believe that. I said, leave them. Just leave them. Four for $5. I need to see them. Learn my lesson. Don't buy cheap Apple products. Don't buy cheap poinsettias. I watered them. Some people say, you should have watered I watered them. <laughs> They're four for $5. They're dead. They're pretty packages with nothing in them now. <laughs> water disappears you know what doesn't disappear something more solid and that's what i'm going to tell you your joy should be built on 
I bought these river rocks. I'll try not to kill you here, Lance. Hope I won't break you. We're going to fill you with these rocks. There we go. You know what these rocks represent? The stuff I preached to you today about. These rocks are solid. They're not going to evaporate. They're going to last. <laughs> and these rocks are the Jesus stuff. Everybody say Jesus stuff. See, the Jesus stuff are, are things like his word. He gave us this. What a gift. Jesus stuff is time with fellow believers. Man, each week you come, you're, you're putting something permanent in. You're, you're adding something that Satan can't take away. This is the real stuff that joy's made of, that Knowledge of who God is, that's solid. Knowledge of who I am in Jesus Christ, that's solid. Knowledge of knowing that I have a destiny and a hope and a future, that's solid stuff. And so now you can take the stuff of this world and you can add it in. And you know what? A believer filled to the top. Some of you are upset. Don't worry, I got more happiness. I can add to my joy. Take that. There we go. We overflow. Everybody say overflow. And, and some of the stuff comes and goes, but I hope you're full of the stuff that lasts forever. Do you have a joy in your heart? Come back next week because I, I asked Tracy, I called Tracy's leading worship, and I said, Tracy, would you mind if, if I preached a point and then we sang some songs, and then I preached a point and we sang more songs, and then I preached a point and we sang more songs, and it's a musical Next week's sermon's a musical. So us crazy people, people that don't sing, you need to come practice. Come practice next Sunday because we're going to let that joy overflow and break us out into worship. You know, the opposite's true. Breaking out in worship can bring joy. It's a beautiful thing. I'll ask the team to come up. and They're going to send us out with a great song. We sang it earlier. That, I love that song, full of energy. And we're going to sing that this morning as we prepare to head out into this week. So I pray. I want to pray for you, believer. I'm not praying that God will fix every circumstance. It's okay to pray that way, but I'm not going to pray that everything is perfect in your life. I'm going to pray that you're a believer who has the good stuff, the solid stuff. And so it's easy to get filled. It's easier to overflow, isn't it? When you're filled with the good, solid stuff that can't be taken away. Let me pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the, the people God, that at this time we would be a testimony of Jesus, that we'll sing and hum and, and make joy in our hearts, even in Myers, because we have something that Satan can't mess with. We have something we can't lose. Father, we know who you are. We know who we are, and we know what our destiny holds, and we have joy unshakable, unremovable, renewable. Thank you, Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Stand with us.